surprise expense that is likely to upend retirees' budgets. If the government shuts down, what happens to Heckam endorsements and production? In this month's installment of Reverse Market Insights, Reverse Market Minute with John McHugh. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of September 25th. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. Money.com reports that given most retire around the age when medical issues begin to pile up, you may think that the cost of health care will eat into your retirement savings. It certainly can, but new data suggests it's really your house you should be worrying about. Analysis from the investment management company T. Rowe Price reveals that the cost of maintaining your home is most likely to upend your financial plans in your retirement years. In fact, home expenses contributed to a whopping one quarter of the average American's increased spending in retirement. Now, what are they spending their money most on? The research from T. Rowe Price released in September 12th shows that retirement tends to have a fairly sizable impact on one's spending habits. About half or roughly 1,300 American households surveyed by the company said they experienced up to 25% annual increase in their spending after retiring. And one in five said those spending increases increased by more than 50%. Now, you may assume that healthcare costs would be the primary culprit, but it's actually home expenses that are putting the biggest strain on retirement savings. These expenses, which the company defined as things such as home repairs, mortgage payments, rent, and taxes, contribute to about 25% of the average retiree's increase in their spending patterns. And healthcare related costs, on the other hand, make up about 5%. Notably, the report shows the volatility in spending does not change across income levels. Lower income individuals and higher income individuals tend to see the same fluctuation in retirement, but the type of spending does differ. Wealthier retirees do not see so much of variance in their home expenses. Rather, the increase in annual spending for them tends to be caused by discretionary expenses, such as travel, leisure, and dining. And then there are other unexpected costs in retirement. Home ownership gets more expensive each year, even if your home is paid off. That is due to the average cost of owning a home in 2023 now being about $17,500. That does not include the mortgage payment, by the way. Last year, that figure was just $15,400. So you can see the notable increase. A breakdown reveals where these increased costs are coming from. Annually, we're looking at about $5,000 a year just for utilities, $4,300 on maintenance, $3,900 on home improvements, $2,800 on property taxes, and $1,500 for homeowners insurance. And homeowners insurance premiums are spiking dramatically in states that have been repeatedly stricken by hurricanes or earthquakes or wildfires. We're seeing that in Florida, also in Texas, in the states of California. So, the big surprise, the big takeaway is it's not healthcare expenses that are likely to upend a retiree's budget. It is the actual cost of their home ownership and the associated expenses that come with that. What happens to Heckam lending and endorsements if the federal government does shut down? Reverse Mortgage Daily dove into this topic, and here we are once again. Yes, a bickering House and Senate and political parties certainly unable to reach a consensus. So will we get a continuing resolution for a temporary expenditures that will 
extend us another month or two, or are we going to see an actual government shutdown? We don't know, but many professionals and prognosticators are saying a shutdown is becoming increasingly likely. And because Heckam Lending is defined and managed by the Federal Housing Administration, it is reliant on the functioning of that agency and also the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. So it comes as no surprise because our industry is highly reliant on the FHA home equity conversion mortgage that a government shutdown indeed would create some disruption in our space. So what would happen? First, we would see limited customer service from FHA and annual lender certifications, lender application approvals, and quality assurance processes for single-family loans would also be suspended during a government shutdown. And HUD has actually published an updated contingency plan for a potential lapse in appropriations dated on August 30th. Now, it pertains to the HECM. The plan confirms that HECM loans will not be able to be endorsed should a shutdown occur. And payments to HECM borrowers, however, would continue continue as the Office of Single-Family Housing, since such payments fall under the standard of the, quote, minimum or core operations necessary to support FHA's existing portfolio. However, FHA does not have the authority to insure additional HECMs or endorse them during this period due to the statutory cap limiting the number of HECMs under the HECM program. So here we are once again, a looming government shutdown course, the earth will not spin off its access, but we will see some disruption and it will distort at least the beginning of the new fiscal year, which comes after October 1st. And this week, we bring you our monthly installment of Reverse Market Insights Market Minute with John McHugh, where we dive into the latest home equity conversion mortgage data. What is going on in our marketplace? John, please fill us in. Thanks, Shannon. For those of you who tuned in last month, you may remember me saying that June's endorsement numbers were up nearly 25%, but July was up an additional 9% from that with 2,802 loans. In fact, July had the highest endorsement numbers since November of 2022, when we exclude the unnaturally boosted figure from March of 23, which was mainly due to a couple of merger and acquisition transactions within the industry. This continued increase in endorsements is definitely due to the hard work and dedication of the listeners of this podcast and the perseverance of this industry. In fact, a couple of the notables for July, when we look at the top 10 companies are Mutual Omaha, who increased 20% to 599 loans, Longbridge, who for the third straight month gained in volume up 16.3% to 285 loans. Also again this month, we saw improvements in different in the different regions of the country, which would be expected with an increase in volume, of course. In fact, the Midwest jumped nearly 28% to 221 loans. New England rose just over 22% to 105 loans, and Mid-Atlantic also grew by 22% to 161 loans. Finally, we always like to highlight case number assignments because these are the best indicator of future endorsements for the upcoming months. And in July, we saw another decline in case number assignments to make this two months in a row now. In July, total case number assignments were 3,462. A little over 50% of this decline, however, was wrapped up in refinance and purchase, and new equity takeout had the smallest decline. This is a positive because new equity case numbers for July were still the fourth highest for the year, and this is the number that will ultimately help grow the industry. The new equity takeout cases issues dropped from 3,088 to 2,940, 
but still a decent number overall. And once again, it is nice to see this category still maintaining the lion's share of new case numbers. Purchase shrank from 239 to 215, and Heckam Heckam refinances dropped from 473 to 307, but I don't think this is too much of a surprise to anyone. As we look into the second half of the year, we should be cautious not to take our foot off the pedal. We have already had two months in a row of declining case numbers, and if they continue to slide, then we can reasonably expect volume to decline further. We do know that in August, we saw another rise in volume, but how much longer can this continue if case numbers continue to slide? I suppose only time will tell, but for now, continue to fight for every deal and always be on the lookout for a new set of clientele. Now is the time to expand your, your reach and try new things. So tune in next month to hear what exactly happened in August and will case numbers turn around or continue their decline. Thank you, John. And that concludes another episode of Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. Don't forget, we are now on Spotify. And of course, we remain on iTunes, Podbean, and HeckamWorld.com, where you can listen. For those of you listening on other platforms, be sure to go to HeckamWorld.com today because today's video is going to dive into the topic of the five mistakes that reverse mortgage borrowers should avoid at all costs. I think you don't want to miss that one. Thanks again for joining us and be sure to return next week for more reverse mortgage news on the go.